I'm Courtney. I'm Joe. And, and this, this is, is Courtney, Courtney and Joe, Joe Spoil Everything. everything. Back with undeclared episode dose. Give me more. Inject this into my veins, please. Yes. I think that we finally found a series finale that we liked. I think so. Right? Because we have so not been the fans like, otherwise. I don't know if it's one of those like they knew it was going to be the finale or they thought it was just going to be season two. But either way, I was okay with the way it ended. Maybe it's only because it's one season. I mean, we didn't even do like guess what was going to happen in this. Because... No. I mean, I it's didn't... so short. I mean, how much character growth, how much right. stuff. I mean, what did you think was realistically going to happen in one season? So what I had jotted down is my predictions. You know, when we did the first episode was Stephen's going to start dating Lizzie. Her older boyfriend, Jason Siegel, is going to show up, come back to the dorm, try to stir up trouble, and then kind of see that Stephen is like kind of dorky and maybe not mess with him. He's, you know, he's 90 pounds soaking wet, you know, and Jason Siegel's like a big dude. That was one of the thought, And then I thought, oh, maybe he'll just like leave them alone after that and they can continue dating. So that was one thing I kind of thought, which here I was partially right. Um, I thought for sure Monica Kia's character is probably going to date Marshall, who was holding her hand in the first one. The Brit's going to be the heartbreaker. Seth Rogen's going to be the comic relief. And then I felt like I'm like, the dad's going to be hanging around that dorm a lot. Like- <laughs> Well, thought. thinking of the advice that he got in the first episode, you think that he would have rekindled his marriage yeah. somewhere and not just still chilling and with the boy. I, uh, yeah. Well, you know, when they never showed, I, I had this thought, like, in the pilot, when they never showed the mother except for a picture, I was like, I bet we never meet the mom. Like, I bet, mm-hmm. like, it's just supposed to be, like, she's off doing her thing and the dad's going to be, like, up Jay's ass, Steve's ass every step of the way. Yeah, it's just one character you didn't really need to cast anyways. Like, you don't need to add another storyline into this. we got a few to work with. Right. What did you think? Like, did you have predictions of what you thought would happen? Yeah, so I thought it was going to be like a weird triangle with like Lizzie, Eric, and Steven. I thought maybe that Lizzie and Eric would get back together and Steven was just kind of like forced into the background and then would have to work his way up to being her boyfriend. You know, like cutting in and yeah. realizing that Eric's not a good guy and all this stuff. With like, I don't know, it just sort of happens in real life anyways when you have a couple that's like on top of each other. Yeah. Very much that like someone comes in and fucking breaks that shit up. Yeah, I think that's a really good prediction. I mean, if it, you know, it's not what happened and we'll get into it. But I think you're I think we both had parts that were right just because you know kind of how that shit plays out. You know, yeah, I didn't think anyone else was going to change. No. Like. I knew Charlie Hummond's character is like the heartbreaker, but yeah. realistically, like, is he? That's the thing. I don't know that he really is. Like, I think he like thought, plays but... it. Yeah. I think we might have been able to see a little bit more if we, he wasn't re- obviously like a focal point in this finale. Yeah. But like, I would be interested to see if he was because he was like very suave at times and very like overly. Didn't, didn't go the full emotional. Way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so that would have been interesting to see what he was about. That was my only other prediction. I'm like, everyone else, the exact fucking yeah, the same. Exact it's, only, it's only 16 episodes. It's only your first semester or two at college. and you know, Yeah, exactly. You don't grow as a freshman. You grow the, the coming years, you know. Exactly. You're just there for a good time, not a long time. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. 
you know what i think this was ultimately canceled i, I talked a little bit about it in the um first episode but because jad jad apatow and fox had two different visions for this and like when he canceled it from my understanding he wrote a little called a strongly worded letter like about yeah, it fuck you fox yeah i got you judd apatow yeah we're with you judd this um, is the end of fox as we know it was yeah. the show <laughs> don't think it got a proper chance no not at all you know i even if you cw should have picked the shit up because this was was wb back then oh okay so w fit for the wb but oh absolutely you know what else was on though did you ever hear of popular no but i was thinking this kind of pushes wb before wb pushed it yeah like maybe the sexual stuff maybe there's like drug use and stuff that's just not really their Bad. Kind of uh, you know what I mean? If there was a streaming yeah. service back then, this would have been I'm not I'm eaten up. Yeah. Because like they had all right, two thousand one, they had Dawson's Creek going still. I think if they had like Spike going. TV or something, this would have been on Spike yeah, TV. Yeah, like that, yeah. You know what I mean? It was missing that like edgy channel. Yeah. Where they could push the envelope right. and really just like free reign type shit. Like Blue Mountain State, like that was obviously push boundaries further than what i've seen out of this show but it was very much well you're kind still of, on network tv there's only so much you can do that's why i thought maybe this was a canadian show when it started oh yeah sorry yeah it's a little different you know a couple of them are canadian so it's not like a far oh yeah yeah, yeah and like mm-hmm. also you can get away with more like if you want shit's creek they swear it's in shit's creek like I, that's more recent well, that's also a netflix show right no no, no, it's a Canadian show that they put on Netflix. Oh, I guess Letterkenny does too. Yeah. And Letterkenny is a Canadian show. And I, I mean, I've been watching more... that show since I had to pirate it from Canada no, before it was on Hulu. I see, you know, I don't know. It's still early on. Like, cable's not pushing the envelope a lot in 2001. But I don't know. You can just get away with more on Canadian television, I think. Yeah. Thanks, FCC. <laughs> Let's get into it. Okay. It Monica opens Kina's with. Blonder. <laughs> What? Monica Keena's Keena's blonder. <laughs> yes, that's true. That is very true. Uh Lizzie gets an invitation to Eric's birthday party uh and decides that she wants to go. His twenty seventh birthday, mind you. She's eighteen. He's a creep. Or nineteen. Or nineteen, yeah. Yeah. He's significantly older than her though. Like, let's be honest. It's weird that he went to her yeah, prom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was twenty five at her prom. <laughs> yeah, you can't be older than 21 and go to prom. Yeah. That's not right. You can't buy beer and be able to go to prom. Yeah. <laughs> but he sent a sweet Evite. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Eric works at Staples, um, and him and his friends were talking about what happened between Eric and Lizzie. And apparently Eric dumped Lizzie after the cheating incident uh, where yeah. she slept with Steven. Um, and he flaunts about the voicemail that uh, Lizzie left him saying that she would love to go to the party. And he was like, and I got that from an Evite. Hard, so hard <laughs> yeah. to stay away. Oh, and it was so like, what are those little ones where you put your face on like the elves at Christmas time? That's kind of yep. like what the Evite was. It was like a really old AOL one too. It was like, it spun and like had a green background. It was like very much Windows 98 on yeah. that machine. Um, and the cool thing about it is that you know, he works, um, Kyle Glass works with him, the big guy. Uh, he's from Tenacious D, yeah. which I thought was pretty damn cool. 
Now I connected um, it because when in the pilot you mentioned it, but I still hadn't put the pieces together. But now looking back on him, yeah, I recognize him. I didn't know he did anything before Tenacious D. Okay, he's good. I like him. He's yeah, funny. he was good. He was. I good. love how he wore it the whole time. Wore his like cape thing. Yeah, for the copy. His smock. Yeah. Yeah. Is he supposed to be like the owner of the like? First of all, what is a typical day at this coffee shop? Like, let's just talk about that for like a moment because there's a lot of like weird shit that goes on throughout the day. Like, they leave several times. Girls come in. Like, how are they just getting away with this? It's the end of coffee shops, anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, did you read the intro? This was directed by John Favreau. Oh my god, I forgot that. Yes, I did read it when I came on the screen, and I didn't. Holy shit, it. boss! Yes. Another name. Another name what? drop from the absolute oh clouds. What is going on in this show? This is the greatest show no one's ever heard of. <laughs> This is the greatest cast like, ever assembled. Oh. Let's talk about a couple hysterical things that are so subtle in this. Like, they roll up into the dorms with all bulk candy, like 400 tampons. Like, they must have stopped at, like, a BJ's or a Costco. Or like, is this the time when those stores, like, become popular? I don't know, but... I wrote that she goes back to... Uh, so, apparently Lizzie and Steven are together. Yeah. All of the guys are pumped because they have the Girls Gone Wild tapes that just arrived. It was so of that time. I wrote, here comes Seth Rogen with Girls Gone Wild. This is amazing. I can't tell you if you are a Gen Z, how many Girls Gone Wild advertisements came on after 11 p.m. Oh it would gosh. make your fucking head spin. It was like if Pornhub had an advertisement... <laughs> That just blurred it out, but showed everything yeah. every 10 minutes. This was that. That was, it was such a big thing. And <laughs> you know what the weirdest thing about it, though? It's not like there wasn't porn back then. Like, porn's been going from, like, the 70s and maybe even before then. So it's like, why was Girls Gone Wild such a thing? But we all remember it. It had to be good. It was early, it. awesome advertising. That's what that yeah. was. It was like, <laughs> what they, I think the cool concept would be like, what they would go to college girls and be like, oh, show me your boobies. Like, I guess that was like the whole draw of it. Like, they were real people. Yeah. Okay. There's a thing. It was like actual real cut video, and you get a t shirt. Yeah. For showing well, your boobs. There's a one part where they're making fun of them for watching it, and they're like, show them the boobs for no reason. He's like, they show them for beads. Like, <laughs> <laughs> give them beads. Oh uh, Lizzie is already resorting back to her old controlling self, yelling at Steven um for getting excited that they got the tapes yeah it's like, no i'm just really excited he ordered those like a while ago and they finally came in <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a couple oh, things God. here right it's like oh there's snail mail like we don't have our amazon prime and like yeah. <laughs> they probably waited like a month for those and then they kept going they kept calling your mommy they're like oh mommy you don't want us to watch the video <laughs> <Yeah. mommy?" laughs> so we can just show that like she has definitely put herself in a position against the boys yeah um she goes back to in her roommate to yell at her roommates about it with what all i could say is back to your point an uncomfortable amount of tampons toilet paper hair dye and only the longest and extremely large amount of a singular loaf of bread that i've ever seen in my entire life it's so big i don't know you bake it in a pizza oven? <laughs> like oh, like one of the ones on the belt? So it has to go all the way through? It is the longest <laughs> loaf of bread I've ever seen in my entire life. So, I mean, it's obviously for co like comedic relief, which it worked because every time the dudes were chowing on like the bulk candy, I was dying. Like the dots on the paper that were like a huge piece of paper. Oh my God. I remember eating those. 
uh they have the big bowl of, of uh like cheese balls yeah and stuff it was just oh it was great it was, pretty awesome. it was great and in college fashion lizzie's like i can't believe i maxed out my credit card on all these boxes of hair dye i don't even dye my hair and so this is where they get the idea to give her highlights oh i remember those days too just like <laughs> just like oh, let's just do some shitty box dye. Like, I'll take care of it. Nobody knows how to do anything. Like, we'll just put one of those caps on. Like, you don't mm-hmm. know this because you're a guy. But those fucking No, I know. Caps. I very much know them. Oh. I and then you take, with... like, a crocheting needle, basically, and, like, pick yep. your hair out of the cap. Like, oh. Just, like, mm-hmm. pain and disgusting hair jobs. Is like... Seen it done many times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Eric decides that he's going to go to the college. Wait. Can we talk about when they're at his house? They go back to like his house and there's Oh, so it's not actually his house. It's a step his ex stepdad's house. Is that who Ben Stiller's supposed to be? Yeah, is supposed to formerly have been with his mother. Okay, I definitely thought it was one of those situations where he just had like a Craigslist like roommate or something. So I was <laughs> I thought that's who Ben Stiller was. But there's even better. So many good moments in this. Like yeah. first of all, they're like, I smell a booty call and Eric Jason Siegel's like it's a make love call. Like, he's so, like, geeky. And then when Ben Stiller shows up, first of all, they're like, he's like, don't smoke in here. He's like, I inhale your secondhand smoke. And by noon, I'm cro- smoking a crack pipe. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> there were so many good, like, just little lines that if you weren't paying attention, they were his Oh, yeah. Call. Oh, that was they were really good back and forth with that. Yeah. He's like, we don't even smoke pot. <laughs> I go, I wrote in my notes, I was like, you can tell everyone is just ad-libbing and I am here for it because it was mm-hmm. just so like. They probably had Ben Stiller stand in that doorway and they probably went back for like a half an hour just just shouting <laughs> random funny shit at each other. Yes, 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 yes. Like he looked like Frank Zappa with that facial. Oh, like don't mess with the Zohan. Do you notice Ben Stiller was actually kind of buff? Yeah, I was going to say he looked pretty jacked, which is pretty much every like ex-stepdad ever. Yeah. It looked so like he was just very weird. much fit the role. But it shot, did it not shock you? Like, I know in the pilot you told me he was in this, but I had kind of forgotten that he was in it. And so, mm-hmm. like, when he was on screen, he was like, oh my God, Ben Stiller's here. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> this is fucking It's crazy. just at, in like those, all those actors that I listed play like such minor roles. You know what I mean? Oh ben God. Stiller was a name at this. Meet the Parents. Yeah. What movies had Judd Apatow done up to this point, if any? He didn't really hit a stride till right after this when he had like Knocked Up and then 40 Year Old Virgin and well, like those were like 2007 well, i like, think what those were like... happened like what made like he's a cool dude obviously but we know that now but in 2001 like what made all these names be in the show so he did freaks and geeks in 99 yeah before that he did the ben stiller show from 92 to 95 oh so he knew him he was the executive producer on heavyweights who ben stiller was like, in oh my god i love that movie lunch is canceled Due to lack of hustle. Yeah. Heavyweights and Camp Nowhere are like my jams mm-hmm. from like the era. After Undeclared, he went on to do the 2004 MTV Movie Awards. He did Anchorman, Kicking and Screaming, 40-Year-Old Virgin, Talladega Nights, Knocked Up, Super Bad, Walk Hard, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Drillbit Taylor, Step Brothers, Pineapple Express, Year One, Funny People, Get Him to the Greek, Bridesmaids, Wonderlust, Five-Year Engagement, This Is 40, uh, Anchorman 2, Pee Wee's Big Holiday, The Big Sick, did a show called Girls. Like, you don't know what Girls is. Did a show nope. called Girls. No idea. Yeah. No idea. I know. No, you I honestly it. don't. Um, Lena Dunham, you know what Girls is. Oh, yeah. Fuck Lena Dunham. I know what that show is. <laughs> that, it just took me a second. 
I did a show called Love. Did a show called Crashing. I like and, I like Love. That was on Netflix. And then he did a show. He did a movie most recently called The King of Staten Island, which I really liked because it had Pete Davidson in it, and my wife absolutely loves Pete Davidson. We're actually supposed to go see him yesterday, but oh. uh, because of fucking Rhode Island, everyone's like, "You're not allowed to go to Rhode Island anymore." Um, oh, I know. We weren't about to put her at risk because um, she's seven months pregnant. Yeah, so we're not going to be doing that. But Judd Apatow, what a fucking list, but man. They, so, Good for you. See, that's what I mean, though. All of those, they're amazing, but they're all after this. So, yeah, like, it was it was right after this. It wasn't many years that had gone by. No, I mean. no, but I'm just wondering, like, he must have made, which I think I knew this anyway, but he must have made these people mean. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So he is one of those Adam Sandler types that keeps a very close circle. And if you're yeah. in his circle, you're pretty much set for life. And he uses his wife a lot. Yep. Um, and he even uses his own kids. So that's um, how he knew over... Stiller then. Because you're right. Stiller is a name at this point. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I like this a lot. I, lo- I I don't know how many episodes Ben Stiller was in, obviously, because we've only ever watched the pilot. Yeah, probably. he was just a foil character, though. Yeah, so. but he was so, like, sometimes he can get a little, like, like in dodgeball. He's too much. But in this, he was just the right amount. Like, the one-liners oh, were so yeah. good. Don't diss dodgeball. Dodgeball's great. No, I love dodgeball, but he was too much. I want you to go into the women's room and add four pounds. <laughs> okay. The next scene I have to talk because I'm the girl. When Bitch is playing at the top of their lungs and they're like doing the chunky highlights, I was like, this is my life in college. Like jamming oh. out to fucking songs, like not giving a fuck, just like just doing whatever, dyeing your hair on a Tuesday because you can. It was... It's just a little cutaway scene, but it's so college. I wrote, Eric tries to call back Lizzie to see if he can get her to come over. He's like telling the guys he can get her to come over. But Alanis Morissette rock outbreak. It wasn't Alanis Morissette. Meredith Brooks made that song, bitch. Oh, whatever. (laughs) I'm just teasing you. No. I'm pretty sure it was Alanis Morissette. No, it's, I'm telling you that the song, bitch, is by a woman named Meredith Brooks, but it's very much in the vein of Alanis Morissette. So booyah, Google it if you don't believe me. <laughs> I did Google it and then some random name came up, but I didn't believe it. So I just put <laughs> Alanis Morissette because I was pretty sure it was Alanis Morissette. Yeah, no. It's like rain on your wedding day. Oh my God. I used to jam, like as a side note, jam to Alanis Morissette. Like I feel like every girl my age like, we hadn't had music like that up to that point. It was like the day your period came. Yeah. That song played. Like, that was, yeah. And you, <laughs> if you ever hear like interviews with Alanis Morissette, like, she is not, like, her music must be her outlet because she's like this really like bubbly, like, whatever person. And like, some of her songs are like angry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Anyway, I digress. The girls are having a nice hair dye job party listening to Bitch, which is a fucking amazing anthem. Uh, from the late 90s and uh, Eric's having a meltdown because he can't get a hold of Lizzie. Yeah, absolute meltdown. He gets all the guys into the car. They're about to go to the college. He has a panic attack and he stops on the side of the road. He starts <laughs> flipping out in front of a giant T-Rex. Yeah. And I was like, what oh the fuck? God. And so his buddy comes out and very 40-year-old virgin beforehand. He goes, you know, pretty much where they got this line is before you go get the woman you love, you have to have sex with someone you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, 
I got this girl. She has a friend named Alice. Alice loves big guys. We'll hook you up. And then his buddy in the back, the big, the older guy goes, hey, man, why didn't you hook us up? <laughs> you know, did you recognize the friend, too? I can't think of what his name is, but he's in a ton of shit, like 10 Things I Hate About You and like all that stuff during that. Yeah, game. he plays like the geeky friend. I'm pretty sure I said his name on the beginning of the first oh, is episode. That, see, I don't know. I don't know his name, but he's in so mm-hmm. many freaking things. He's one of those like yeah. side characters. But oh, God, Lizzie's hair. I was um, but that's been me, like doing those home highlights and not doing it right, not toning, and then all of a sudden it's orange as hell. You knew that was gonna happen. Oh, and it was so chunky. But that was like the style at the time. But it was just so gross, like those skunk stripes. And then there's a cut to the dad watching girls gone wild, and I was like, "What the fuck? Why is the dad back? Well, you think he could have got his shit together and like got back with the mom?" My thought was, "Has he been living in the dorms with them?" Maybe? Oh, it's true. Yeah, maybe I don't even know about him that. Out and he's been staying there for the semester. I can see that. And Lizzie makes Steven sit with her while the guys are freaking out in the background. Every time this boob's like, oh my God, you got to see this, yeah, Steven. Like, she really built up the suspense on that one because the one girl's like, should I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh and uh, oh, which sucks. Like every guy's been there. It is the worst. Yeah, like your girlfriend just making you do dumb shit. And, and like, all your guys are like having fun without you. And yeah. you're like, fuck, I hate my life. <laughs> And a clump of her hair falls off. Called and it, everyone's just like, oops. And they didn't tell her. So we're back at the print shop. Alice comes over to meet Eric. With pleather? So the friend, Gina, or whatever the one guy's girlfriend's name is, comes with pleather yep. pants. I wrote, had those, wore them to my first concert, Google Dolls at age 16, which I was probably like 16 or 15 when the show was on. So like I had those same I pants. thought this was for sure going to be lost my virginity and pleather pants <laughs> and that red top. <laughs> oh my God. When she comes in with the tongue ring, I go, oh, this is so 2000s. Like that tongue ring where it's not even like a ring. It's just like that neon stud. ball. Oh. Like, did you recognize their third friend who was like there in Lockwick though? That was um, Alexandra Breckenridge. She's in a ton of oh. shit. Yeah, yeah, for real, yeah. And she was, my God, she looks amazing now because, like, this is almost 20 years ago. She didn't look any different. Yep. Uh, They go, Eric and Alice go into the back. (laughs) And anything goes with the stuff. He ends up swallowing her tongue stud. And apparently her friend's brother had also swallowed that same stud. And she managed to get it back. And you can imagine how. He's like... (laughs) Oh my god. He's like, so wait, this is I don't know. We don't have to get into the nitty gritty of how she got it back, but she's just a disgusting human. Yeah. Like he was gross. so not into that makeout sesh at all. And when he was choking on the tongue ring, I was like gagging. Like, and I can't believe he apologizes to her. He's like, mm-hmm. sorry, 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 I smelled it. Like, why are you apologizing to her? Yeah, this is gross. You should fucking keep that thing on. And then she goes, when it comes out the other end, just give it to Janice. I'm like, oh, towel. So the girls end up freaking out and leaving after that. And the guys get in a little push fight and they break the copier. <laughs> Naturally. Anything and Eric decides to have a full meltdown. He goes home and watches home movies. The fucking weirdest home movies ever. Like, I go, this is a little sad, but mostly creepy because... He's so much older than her. And you know Lizzie in these videos is probably like 17. Underage. Yeah, it's so fucking weird. They're like rolling around. And then at one point he's wearing her bra in the video. And that bra looks like it's like less than an A cup. I was like, what is this? <laughs> and as 
we know from I thought it was Ball, so weird. I was like, he showed those titties and they're not just, you know what I mean? That means that they had to use like a legit camera for those. There was no cell phones or anything. No. They legit had a video tape recorder. On VHS. They recorded that on a VHS. You know they did. There was no other shit then. Maybe like those tiny ones that you would like then put in a big VHS and put in a VCR. But like, yeah, they took out a home. Like, it's just fucking weird. At that point, he's 20, probably four years old. She's underage. <laughs> it's crazy. I was very disturbed by that. Meanwhile, the girls are trying to fix Lizzie's hair, and their neighbor named Perry comes over and tries to fix it because he has had gray hair since he was 17. And <laughs> I mean, what, like, no, earlier than that, like 17, maybe he said 17. I forget what age I don't know said. what he said either. And I was, it's funny you said that because I was trying to figure it out myself. But he had basically, he had gotten gray hair in high school and become like an expert for like dyeing his hair and shit. So he had like all the equipment. Steven finally stands up to Lizzie and he goes back with the boys to watch old school WWE. And it was the Dudley boys giving someone the 3D through the tables. I knew exactly oh God. who was on the screen and what was happening because that's what I watched. But by the time he gets there, all the guys are pretty much tapped out. They've eaten all the snacks. They've kind of like drifted off. Yeah. And Dad Steven even like, like got to oh. take off. Like he's been straight chilling with them the whole time. Yeah. You're going to think several hours have gone past. <laughs> it's Steven finally grew some balls and it was too late. Set boundaries, people, in your relationships. Boundaries. I hadn't noticed the dad the first time when they were watching it. So, But did you see when he got up? He actually had like one of the college sweatshirts on. Oh, I noticed that. Yeah, it was like, a, it was like crimson and, and, and white. It was, had the college seal on it. Yeah. Um, like he's, he's fitting right in. Like I bet he like enrolled and like went back to school. Yeah. And now he just lives there too. My just hope for all the, the middle episodes is just that, like him and Seth Rogen have been like hanging out and like doing shit together and that would be entertaining to watch like it really would he reminds me of the dad god i can't even name the show it's not malcolm in the middle it's like this midwest show the other kid has small big ears oh um isn't it the middle yeah the middle yeah he reminds me of that dad too yes he's kind of like a mixture of all those dads like malcolm in the middle american pie the middle like He's, yeah, he's just like a fucking nerdy dude who doesn't know like the next direction in life and kind of just like be with his kid and like be. But he looks like the guy from the middle. That's what's funny about it. So Steven apologizes to her and they make out right as the elevator door opens with Eric and his friends inside of it. Leading up to this, did you think before the final moment here, did you think that maybe when Eric's in the car and he's like speeding back to the college to like go talk to Lizzie, did you think that maybe like she would? see him before steven got to her and like make up with eric because that's kind of almost what i thought yeah because they made it seem like they her and steven were growing apart when he decided to go into the other room with the boys and like she was starting to second guess the relationship but it was such a sweet moment like when they finally like steven comes in the hallway and they're like looking at each other and they like rekindle and have that kiss like it was actually like sweet and then just here comes the comedy again like with you said like elevator door opens and there's eric just like fuck like (laughs) like too late again i thought this was a pretty cute ending though even if it even it was or wasn't the expected ending it seems like from that scene that we get at the end that Eric is finally going to kind of like move on. Lizzie is Lizzie and Steven are going to have a more serious relationship. Like, you know what I mean? Not that like petty shit, like make me sit here while I dye my hair. And like, I thought it was a fitting ending. It would be. An well, animal. if you're team Eric from the beginning, you're left out to dry. 
Yeah. Like, were they technically broken up when she had sex with Steven? Were they not? Right. You're unsure. So if you're team Eric from the beginning, you're left without any closure. And he's a pretty good character. Like, they didn't even, they could have easily made him, like, okay, he's an older dude that's creepy when I was Lizzie. But they make him, like, pretty likable. They could have easily made him not likable. Like, made him Mm -hmm. more like you're always rooting for Steven. But you could root for either one of them, really. Yeah, you could. And, you know, just depending on... It's just one of those shows. Like, there's always in, like, these rom-coms and stuff, they have two people that are against each other and stuff like that. So, um, I thought it was... I, I still I, it's pretty fucking solid. It really is. Oh, it really is. It, it's this, you know, two things. It's the smarter choice to not just make it like, mm, well, this one's the enemy and this one's the good guy. You know, to have them, everyone's kind of equal. Everyone's kind of uh, personable down to earth. You could relate to them. So, like, you can pick up with any character and you might root for one or the other. That's a really mm-hmm. smart choice. Would have been an absolute blast to watch them go through all four years of college, the breakups, makeups, the hookups, like all that shit. Yeah. Even four year show. That's perfect. Yeah. We didn't see too much character arc or anything like that, but it was, it was good. If you stay within that, if it's short enough or like a limited series, which I love, I love when they do limited series stuff, Mm -hmm. you get a great understanding and at least you leave the show happy and you leave it with like good thoughts you know what i mean like yep. you don't look back on it and be like fuck that thing like yeah. you, it's very much like i'll go back and watch it yeah just a fitting ending and a positive like you said it's uplifting at the end it makes you feel kind of happy you know mm-hmm. even there's no more episodes but it's still like you're okay with it in a way like a lot ton of these shows that we've done we're often uh i'll use the word unsatisfied by the ending but a lot of times we're pissed off by the ending because mm-hmm. they've just kind of given up hope. But here, you know, I don't know. It's happy. It's pleasant. I really liked it. I love this show. We've been talking so much about the cast and stuff. And we alluded to the crew and the writers and stuff. I want to take us a second. And I usually do this at the beginning of the episode. But I want to take us down a little road. I want to talk about the writers that are in the show. Okay. And I want to tell you what they went on to do. And this is really going to seal the deal for how great the show was. Okay. I'm so excited. First... I want to talk about the directors. You have Greg Matola went on to direct Superbad. He directed Adventureland. He did the new four episodes of The Newsroom. Oh, that was a great show. Next, we have John Hamburg. He went on to produce Why Him? I Love You, Man. Along Came Polly. Uh, he was the director on Along Came Polly, um, but he was the producer on I Love You, Man and Why Him? Um, oh, that's all in this realm, too. Jay, uh, I'm going to butcher this, Chander Kreskahar. Okay. He was the director of Super Troopers. He was also in Super Troopers. The bro- he went on and was kind of the head of the Broken Lizard group. They did Club Dread, Beer Fest, and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did nine episodes of Community. I feel like Community is the perfect size show for us to do on this. Yeah. Well, I watched the first season because I did go to Community College, oh. and me and my friends all identified as different characters on it. Oh, damn. Um, well. He did four episodes of Psych, five episodes of Chuck. Five episodes of Blue Mountain State. So this guy's very much yeah. went on to do big things. For writers, we have uh, Brent Forrester, who went on to write for The Office for oh. seven uh, from 2006 to 2013. Wow. He produced King of the Hill from 1997 to 2004. He was a writer on The Ben Stiller Show. He's the producer of the new show Love. He is the executive producer of Space Force. Um, okay. Yep. The new show that just came new out. One, yep. Next, we have Alexander Rushfield. She... D- did Parks and Rec for a year as a producer. 
She has produced Shrill, uh, which is a new show on Hulu, which is fantastic. The girl from SNL is Aidy Bryant. Yep, love her. Uh, Jenny Connor, uh, she was the producer of Girls for Five Years. Yep, I know her. Yep. Yep, she was a writer. Uh, Camping, she wrote an episode. Camping Um, was uh, Lena Dunham, too. I actually enjoyed that. That was just like a summer one-off show. It was good. We have uh, Rodney Rotham, who went on to write for 22 Jump Street. He was the producer on Forgetting Sarah Marshall as well. Both hysterical movies. He was the head writer for uh, David Letterman for a number of years. Okay. Wow. These people have been all working together for 20 years and no one realizes that. All these people have festered in my cerebellum for years. They write the, the jokes that stay with me. They write these worlds that I like super bad that I like live in. I quote all of these guys and ladies. They're just their everything they write like I, i've quoted on a daily basis and i never know this and it's very cool to find out that all these people work together this is like i don't even know what to, what to equate this to but i cannot believe that i mean these are some heavy hitters it's the adam sandler crew on crack yes it's 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 if like sandler and the whole happy madison crew made a fucking movie that no one's ever heard of and then you like yes. discover it like, it's so, it's insane to me. The thing is, they write, produce, direct every, pretty much majority of this comedic cinema that we have seen yeah. for the last 20, 20 years. years. This is it's amazing. amazing. You know, I never put the pieces together. I, I was a little bit into Freaks and Geeks, you know what I mean? But not super into it. And I never put the pieces together that all of these people are in the different movies or have written them or have like, like Jason Siegel and forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like there there's all these just like little nuances of people that show up in this shit. Like the Sandler crew, you kind of have an understanding. Like you always know there's going to be like this seven people who are somewhere in there. Yeah. He, Sandler's the main guy. And there's like, do, 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 do everyone behind them as like minor characters. Right. Besides grandma's boy. And then that was the one that was yeah, different. like the one off thing and now this one they're interchangeable yeah interchangeable exactly like this literally the the head roll you could just mix it all up in a big ball and however it comes out it's gonna be fucking epic and there's like these three worlds of like what i'll call guy comedy which is like the kevin smith things you know jay and silent bob and all the the mall rats and the you know clerks all that shit that goes with that there's the whole sandler happy madison collection stuff um, and then there's this whole other world that we didn't know about. Like there's Judd Apatow, but we didn't know how far that stretched. Yeah. Like we, like in the sports world, they talk about coaching trees yeah. and how one person coached one person and how that person went on and they did other stuff and then they have their own trees. This is going to be a crazy family tree. This is wonderful. I can't believe you found this show, but I'm so happy you did. I think that we have found... Um, you know, I, I was into the Carnival series finale. I would, there was some I was into, but I think we found the one where we feel the most satisfied. Of course, it was one season. There's less to digest, mm-hmm. you know, not a lot of, uh, you know, as we say, jumping the shark because how much. No, we found it? an absolute fucking gem. Yeah. Um, yeah. Start, you know, from the first episode and the last episode, very solid. But I didn't see a drop off or change. I got everything I wanted to. I got exactly what I liked in the first, in the pilot, in the end, which is what I always seek and look for. It's like, what made me fall in love with the show? What kept me in the end? Granted, only one season, but I feel like knowing what I know about these people, this crew, it very much would have been the same for me. Agreed. Solid laughs. 
in both episodes, um, surprising characters show up. Um, there was at one point a guy I was trying to like freeze frame and rewind because I thought maybe I could recognize him too. There's a guy that's watching um, the wrestling with them and gets up and leaves. And I, I'm trying to like look, even he looked familiar. I'm not really even sure who he was, but there's so many familiar faces in this. It's just so crazy. Like I say, like Alexandra Breckenridge just showing up for like a hot beat. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just everything is so good about both, uh, both episodes. I have to imagine it's fun all the way from start to finish. Uh, just laughs and just like all the college shit. I think it's even better that we watch it now. And if we watch it then yeah just because we've seen all these people grow so it's great to watch them it's like finding a, like an old an old video from your high school or college days that you didn't know about transports you to a different time where things are simpler and fun everyone should check it out they're totally free on youtube um i think they have like a 93 percent rating on rotten tomatoes oh wow, that's really good yeah not that i give a shit about them because no, they but, say stuff sucks yeah. that i love so they can <laughs> shove it but Thank you guys once again coming back. Um, that wraps up Undeclared. We'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Not that way. Follow us on Instagram, Spoil Everything Pod. Leave us a five star review. That's the best thing you can do for us. Thank you all for coming. Bam. Enjoy your weekend. Peace. Thank you for doing something this time. <laughs> <laughs>